do we ever do that in our career? Like you don't learn that in school. No. You know, you know, we never stop. You know, stop to to really create a strategy for our careers. You know, mm-hmm. let alone really revisit on a periodic basis. You know, aside from performance reviews, and those don't really, you know, do anything in terms of that self reflection. Hello, I'm Elizabeth Ribbons, your host for Next, a podcast dedicated to connecting women through stories inspiration, and actions that empower resilience, leverage change, and celebrates their next. Hello, my friends. I'm pleased to welcome, as my guests today, two accomplished women, Linda Lautenberg and Judy Schoenberg, who, because of their own experiences in realizing a lack of support around career transitions, came together and founded Evolve Me, a program and community specializing in career reinvention in midlife, where they came alongside their clients to help them experience positive results and champion the great reset as they transition back into careers or pivot. I am so glad you two are here and talking with me today about this, especially after coming out of the pandemic and four million women leaving work and work is looking different now. So we'll get to all that. Let me just, as I said, accomplished, I know you're accomplished, but can you tell my audience a little bit about your background and what got you here? Sure. Thank you, Elizabeth. My name is Linda Lautenberg and um, I'm co-founder of Evolve Me with Judy. Uh, So my background is I started out my career in finance, in real estate finance and securitization um, and that was early on in my career. I did that for, you know, before and after my MBA and, uh, really loved what I was doing at the time at that stage of my life. But, um, but when my husband and I moved out of the city and started a family and he was really heavy into his own, um, career as, um, as a practice owning physician Um, I ended up making the decision, we together made the decision that I would step back from my career to raise our family. And I really, um, I will tell you that that was not an easy decision for me. And I spent about the first five years of being a stay-at-home, a very busy stay-at-home mom of three kids. Um, Always when I was introducing myself to somebody, um, would always refer back to what I used to be right? Or what I used to do. Um, But eventually, um, you know, I really fell into it. I loved having that opportunity. That time of my life was wonderful. I'm really grateful for it. I know it was, you know, a luxury that not a lot of people have. And it was, um, but, you know, 18 years later, um, actually, maybe more like 16 years later, my oldest was getting ready to go off to college. And all of a sudden, I realized that I needed to think about what was going to be next for me because I'd been spending so much time taking care of everybody else that I'd forgotten about myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everything that I'd ever wanted to do had always just kind of worked out and fallen into place. And, you know, all of a sudden I realized I really had to take step and take a step back and examine. And I realized I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. I had no desire to go back to Wall Street that just kind of, I was such a different person now at that point than I was, you know, six right. years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to do something like, I just didn't want to be like, Oh, I'll just volunteer for the rest of my life. I wanted a next chapter and I really spun my wheels. 
for a good three years because I couldn't even figure out where to start. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't even really know what I liked anymore. I knew what my family liked. I knew what my friends liked. I didn't know what I even wanted to do. So um, I started doing some strategic volunteering and reaching out to my alumni networks. And eventually I came across a program for women that were looking to return to the workforce in the social impact sector. And I don't even know, I didn't even know if that's what I wanted to do, but it was a program with other women. And so I signed up very quickly. Um, and that's actually where I met Judy. And um, it was, and so through that program, I think that was really just getting out of the house, being with other professional women, doing something on my own that was unrelated to anything in my family really flipped that switch, mm -hmm. um, my professional switch back. And uh, ultimately, they ended up, the person that was running that program left, and they tapped Judy and I to basically recreate and rebrand and reprogram what they were doing. And so that was our first opportunity working together. Yeah, great. Wonderful. And, and exactly, you, you knew you didn't want to go back to what you were doing, but at the same time, you had all this wonderful, incredible experience and knowledge. How could you apply it going forward? That is yeah, amazing. and I'd say that I had developed a lot of skills that I don't, I just didn't know how to think about it then, but I had developed a lot of non-finance skills along the way of being a mom, being, you know, being a leader in a lot of nonprofit organizations that I wasn't using in my former career. Mm -hmm. um, so there's that. The other thing is that I had been trying so hard to think I was like, I need to save the elephants. I need to teach school. I need to, you know, I, I kept thinking of all these things. And then I realized like what was really right in front of me was what I already knew. Mm -hmm. Like if it was taking me who had a like, quite a strong educational background and resources, and I couldn't figure it out, then what was everybody else doing? Yeah, exactly. So. And that's what made you, that's what the light bulb and, and going in this group. So basically, you know, uh, I'd love to hear from Judy as well, but I, um, I, I agree with you that you came to that place that is so common, but you were able to put words around it and really form it so you could help other women. Um, Judy, I'd love to hear from you and, and your experience. Yeah. Thanks, Elizabeth. Um, and thank you so much for having us. Uh, it's been great so far just to hear a recap of Linda's story. I can never uh, hear it enough. Um, she's a wonderful co-founder and partner. Um, so my story, we our stories complement each other. Um, I have a different background. Um, I have a long uh, history of being in the nonprofit sector. Um, I worked at Girl Scouts of the USA for 15 years mm -hmm. um, in the research unit there. And um, I uh, had an amazing career there. I had two kids there um, you know, while I was there. And I had a lot of flexibility. I had a lot of autonomy. I you know, grew my department and kind of um, made it to the head of, of, of the research unit um, after 15 years right. when uh, I you know, was at this crossing uh, point, uh, this juncture where I saw 50 coming up in the next few years. And I said to myself, um, I don't want to turn 50 here. I, I joined um, the organization um, right after graduate school. I was, you know, a different person at that point. I had a lot of experiences. I had a family now. I had a lot of accomplishments there and a lot of success. But there was something about seeing this 50, you know, number um, looming in the background and then, you know, ahead of me. And I said, I, I you know, I want a next chapter. I, I want this for myself and I want to leverage 
all my knowledge and expertise in women and girls' leadership development that, that I'm so passionate about. Yes. And I want to take it out into the world and, and really apply it in new ways and in, in, you know, ways outside of this organizational setting. And I didn't really think about whether I was going to be, you know, an entrepreneur or not. I just knew that I wanted to ultimately create something yeah, um, in some way, shape or form. And I just didn't know what that form would take. So anyway, fast forward, um, I took a leap. Um, I left that role um, as chief research executive there about uh, five and a half years ago. Now I did some freelance consulting projects. I needed to uh, be who I was um, and figure out who that, who that person was, you know, without an institutional identity, without a title or role just to be me and to bring my skill sets, my passions, my talents out into the world and freelancing and consulting really, really gave me that taste. Yeah, you, know, you have to put yourself out there, as you know, you know, in a different way. But I missed working with teams. I miss working with people. I love working with people. And um, I kind of, you know, wanted to see projects through and not just hand them off um, after they were done. And anyway, I found the process really isolating of trying to figure out what my next move was going to be. I knew what I could do. I thought I might want to be an executive director of a small nonprofit, started going in that direction. But then I thought, you know, what I could do even if I can do those roles, do I really want to do that? Yeah. You know, just because I have the experience, do I want to, to do that again uh, or something more similar to what I was doing? And I, I stopped myself and I said, you know what? I'm really going to take the time to figure this out. And it might not happen overnight, but I deserve to take this time after working for, you know, over two decades to, to really think about who I am now, what are my values, you know, and how do I want to align work with the rest of my life? So I found this, program that Linda mentioned um, at a startup and um, kind of did it for research purposes as a the researcher in me to figure out whether I wanted to go more in the direction of training and facilitating and really working more with people. I did a lot of, you know, writing and researching um, and I did a lot of public speaking and program development too, but I love working directly with people. Um, and uh, yeah, as Linda said, we met there after we were tapped to, um, rebrand and reprogram the program that we were a part of. Um, and um, there were some um, kind of changes in the startup and, and there was no longer focus on women at the point um, when Linda and I decided that, you know what, we see that there is so much there for women in midlife to get to need, you know, to have the support, to have um, the structure yeah, you know, just the structure to do this work. You know, you can Google anything, as you know, but to have the structure and the community and the tools all packaged for you, like there's some, we want to, to create that. We know that we struggled and we, you know, we're challenged doing this on our own. And, and, you know, when Linda and I got to this place of seeing like the magic that happens when women come together, we knew that we had to, to bottle this up somehow and, and put it out into the world and, and yeah, Evolve Me was started right before the pandemic as an in-person company in New York City. Mm -hmm. um, our first um, training cohort was supposed to launch in April of 2020. We were recruiting in March of 2020 when the pandemic hit, and we quickly pivoted to becoming an, an, a virtual company basically overnight. We did a lot of free workshops for women who were displaced by the pandemic and had to take on caregiving responsibilities. And last September launched our first um, online totally online um, virtual training program, um, our first 
cohort was sold out and the rest is history. We've led um, four cohorts last year uh, alone and super excited to support more women um, as we're in this reset, as you said. Yes. And, and you're seeing progress um, with that. We are. And the recipe that you were saying is really true because we all know you can Google, you can read a book, but the reason I created what I've done is because it's, it's the actual community the connection, the framework is what helps people to get to that next place. Because you could take a course online and those are fabulous, but a lot of times people, especially when we have our lives in place and we're so busy, um, we kind of put that on the back burner. We never get back to it. Oh yeah, I really was meaning to. But if you're committed to a group and you really enjoy the group, um, you actually do progress along the way, which is something fantastic that you guys have created. And I love that you are both the you know, the, you, you complement each other because I see in, in Linda, um, you know, the curiosity in research and connecting. And I see in, in Judy that she takes the risks and she's willing to take action. So the two of you together, I think is a really great combination for, for putting together a a good program. Um, And your program, I'm sure you have to ask the right questions and you've got the, the experience of taking that journey. So it's important. Um, I'm sure it's a very good program. I, I have no doubt. Um, and, and that you have seen progress in the women. Another thing about, um, about this whole journey is that you both gave yourself time. Um, you know, Judy was saying it took about three years. You know, Bruce Feeler, who wrote Life is in the Transitions, and, and it's, it's, it's about a five-year span, typically. Mm-hmm. It might be three, if you're lucky, but it's that willingness to, okay, I don't have the answers, but I'm looking for the answers. And if you can connect to groups that feel right to you, and then you can start moving forward. Because you have, just like you both were saying, you have everything in you to do that next thing, but what is it? And, and you have to, I just say this to my, to, to my group, you have to try on shoes. <laughs> You just have to try shoes on and just see which ones you walk around in and feel comfortable to you. So I love all of that. And um, you both, so when you decided to create Evolve, um, Linda just told me exactly how you guys got it started and what you did. Um, uh, You launched it during the pandemic and I wanted to know how you, what was the first thing? Did you come up with all of your program or did you try different things and then develop it from there? Because I, I want to ask you about dare and, and that whole thing. So either one of you want to comment on that? Um, Yeah. So I, the first thing that we actually developed was that dare method, because what, what we were finding oftentimes was that women, if they were looking for help, they would come and and really just say, you know, I want to make a change. Um, can you help me with my resume? You know, or I want to make a change. Can I, you know, how could I, you know, do you have any interviewing tips? And the problem with doing that is that you haven't really taken stock yet of what it is that you want to do. And even if you have maybe a good idea of it, a lot of times you're not really able to succinctly and clearly state what you want to do. So mm-hmm. before you can get to the resume, before you can even really effectively network so that people can help you, you have to get take a moment for yourself and get really clear on what you're doing. And, and that is something, as you said, it's something so much better done um, in a group 
like yeah. with other women, because otherwise you can just kind of go through an echo chamber in your head. Um, you know, also you need a group to bring, to give you confidence back. So our DARE method really starts with the clarity piece and then we move on to, so it stands for um, discover, amplify, refresh, and embark. So mm-hmm. there's, the first part of it is really getting clear on what it is you like to do. And also what are you good at and what are your values and mm-hmm. of all those strengths that you have, what do you want to bring forward next? Because we all have some strengths that, you know, maybe we're good at this, but we don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to run spreadsheets anymore. I don't want to negotiate deals. Yeah. Right. So we only, and then, then when we're dealing with women in midlife, if you're looking to make a change, if you're coming back from the work, you know, from taking a career break, Mm -hmm. coming from some kind of life transition, there's so often a real confidence deficit. And so then we focus on the confidence piece in the ampli- in the amplify section and that's yeah. upward and inward confidence both right 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 um because sometimes you need to you need to focus on the outward in order to really get the inward confidence you know to the forefront and then after that work on how to how to deliver a pivot pitch and then we can get into the tools of you know once you really are clear on your story and your personal we work on personal branding who mm-hmm. are you what is this product you're bringing out into the world? And yeah. then you can start working on resumes and, and all those kind of things, resumes, LinkedIn, and yeah, how to network effectively. But once you're really clear on all those things, you can, you can you know, really reach out to your networks and people are able to help you better because you're able to really clearly articulate what it is that you are looking to do. That makes so much sense. And, and I see the same thing here too. And a lot of times these the women are very accomplished, but they've forgotten Mm -hmm. all of their accomplishments. They've forgotten, Mm -hmm. you know, they've kind of lost their groove and they have to reconnect with it. And Mm -hmm. um, they do that well in groups because they see others and went, oh, you know what? Yeah, I, and so they, they go back to it. And I think it's so important and it's a really um, vital thing to get that confidence back because we get so involved in our lives that we forget, you know, all the things that we have done. And I think it's really important to keep those, those things forefront. I mean, I've done talks with graduating um, classes and saying to them even, you know, tell the stories about what you did instead of, because I've been on both sides of the table, getting the job or, 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 um, you know, hiring people. And, I want to know that if I give that person a job, they're able to do it. <laughs> I don't want to babysit them. So right. I want to hear the stories. And I think those stories have to stay close in your mind um, so that you can remember. Right. And then what you're saying makes so much sense at the end where you then you start putting the tools together to drive you into getting that next job, that next position. Um, but you have to have all that other stuff in place first. So I love yeah. Did you want to add anything? No, I was going to go on. I was just going to say that's, but you were asking where we started. So that's before we put our course together. Yeah. Like that was the, we worked on the dare method first and really got clear on what, you know, the order of things that needed to happen. Yeah. Really taking, you know, taking a look back at our own career transitions and what we wish we would have had in place and the order wish in which we would have done things. And also um, drawing from experience of having worked with, um, with other women together. In I love that. I love that. And, and I what think, we have, yeah. oh, sorry, go on. 
Oh, I just think that, that I think women at, at this age in life and midlife are so much better prepared, equipped, um, can leverage, like you use that word, I use that a lot to leverage their networks, leverage their resources and their experience. It's just a powerful time, I think. And they're not starting from scratch. I mean, you have so much already, but so often that's another thing, you know, where we start on like really getting clear and the confidence piece first, because the other thing, if people don't want to dive right into the resume, another thing we hear from women is, well, before I get started, let me take another course. Let me get another degree. But, you know, because, you know, they haven't taken stock in what they already bring to the table. That is such a good point. And I come up against that too. And they're like, well, I think I'm going to go back to school. And that's a great thing to go back to school. But I also think that they're, they're, it's fear and they're thinking, I'll just go back to school. And I'm, I always wonder how many time, you know, how many other degrees are they going to get? Cause it's just fear. It's fear. And they're not sure, you know? <laughs> yeah. Judy, did you want to say something? Oh yeah. I mean, I, I mean, just to your point about going back to school, like they can, I mean, maybe you do want to upscale, right? Especially in this economy and this marketplace, but only after, as you were saying, you spend that time up front and it could take a few years to really understand your accomplishments, to understand your strengths and what you want to move forward. And then if you see gaps in what you want to do or the roles out there or the positions, then you can fill the gaps with there's plenty of online free courses. You don't have to go back and do a whole credential program for three years before you take that next step. So you know, the key is, you know, what we were hearing from so many women, too, is that the hardest part is to spend that time up front getting that clarity and really being yes. real with yourself. Yes. And revisiting those accomplishments and taking stock. And, you know, it's, 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 it takes a lot of um, heady work. But again, it's easier to do that with other women. But it's so worth it in the end. And actually, in the Reinvention Collective, you know, our program based on the D.A.R.E. method, so many women say to us, can we, I wish, we wish we had more time for that discover part of the framework where you're really spending time, you know, thinking about, you know, your talents, your skills, your strength, the strengths you want to use, your values, because it's so rich, mm-hmm. right? And, and they just want to, like, spend more time, like, dabbling in it because really who – when do we ever do that in our career? Like, you don't learn that in school. No. You, know, you know, we never stop, you know, stop to, to really create um, – a strategy for our careers, you know, Mm -hmm. let alone really revisit on a periodic basis, you know, aside from performance reviews and those don't really, you know, do anything in terms of that self-reflection that you need for career change or transition. So yeah, yeah, it's a a wonderful opportunity. And I I could see, I I could see where people would want to come back and kind of get like a a booster, Mm -hmm. a booster because they're needing to remember again, you know, those boosters that, that would help in coming back together with the group. And my groups always want to stay together forever and ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's a good, it's a good support and that's not a bad thing. Um, wonderful. This is all great. And um, I wanted to, to reiterate too, that you were saying that the magic is in the connection, which is absolutely uh, just so true. And we are more powerful and we're better together when we can get together. And, and that's how women do well as, as we're able to share and land and, um, and boost each other, support each other. Um, I love that you say the career invent, reinvention is an inside job on your value. What you're just saying now is re, re um, introducing yourself to all of your, of your mm-hmm. things, your, your wins that I call them and, and remembering those and, and, um, 
you're not starting from scratch. I love that you said that because you are not. And people have to look at where they've gone, where they were and where they're going. And that understanding and going in deep and really understanding those, I call it the quadrant, those four things is so important. And to keep revisiting that because I think even in a company, if you're in a company and you're sort of losing your way, you got to go back and revisit that again. And it's that same thing. So it's so important. And um, you said there's two types of confidence you need for, for career reinvention. Would you like to share those? Um, sure, we could talk about those. Um, that was some, uh, some brilliance that Linda and I you know, ha- had noticed ourselves and then was highlighted um, from one of the members of our group and really uh, put it so well. Um, and the confidence um, that we see, like, like yourself, you know, we work with highly accomplished credentialed women mm-hmm. who have had a lot of success in their, you know, former careers, whether they took a break um, and are not working now, but they, they know what success feels and looks like. Mm-hmm. But um, they, um, they think they, they have the expertise and the skills to get the job done. They have that kind of confidence, right? right? But the confidence that they don't have is really um, owning that they can take those skills and expertise that they've amassed over the years. And we're talking about the technical skills, like the subject matter expertise, and those transferable skills. Um, so they're often referred to as soft skills. We like yes. to call them portable or transferable skills that are so necessary for career change because they go from, you know, from one industry to the next, like leadership development, communication, self-management, um, you know, uh, relationship building, all, all the skills that you kind of, you know, can take with you. Um, you know, they, they don't, the, the second type of, you know, confidence is really about owning all of those, right? And, and not just owning them, but showing them. And often women can't do that for themselves because they feel like it's braggy mm-hmm. and they're not, they don't like to promote themselves. They don't feel comfortable talking about themselves in that way. They'll talk about their best friend. She's awesome. She's yeah. done this, that, and the other. But when it comes to them, you know, themselves, they're not willing to, to really bring themselves out. And um, that is where... Um, you know, that those two types of confidence are yes to the confidence that many women show up having in they can get the job done. No right. problem. They've done this before, you know, um, especially many of them have been in, in, in senior management you know, positions and led teams. Right. Um, but now, do, as you said, can they recall all of those accomplishments and really leverage them, package them and take them so that they work for them? in new opportunities, that's where they fall short. And, and that's so much of what we do, you know, in, in our work with women is really, um, you know, having them take stock of their skills, but also like how to, how to parlay them into new opportunities and, and to really own those skills and show how they add value, how they, even in midlife, can contribute. You know, and we see women stumbling around, oh, but this is a technology company. Like, they're going to look at me like I'm a dinosaur, you know. So, um, really being able to own um, that, you know, midlife, you, you gain certain sets of expertise in midlife that, that takes time to mm-hmm. develop. And yes. so, like, you know, you can add things to younger colleagues that they don't necessarily have. Maybe they have the highly technical piece 
um, of, mm. of a project, but you can also, you have the judgment, you have the wisdom from experience and, and, and from managing other people. So um, really, you know, um, those two types of confidence have to work in concert with each other in order to have a successful uh, transition. And that takes time. You know, we see women come pop out on the other side of our work together, like re- raring to go. And some are still like just getting it, like just getting used to, um, you know, being comfortable with, with owning all of who they are and, and really putting that out into the world and marketing themselves is really what it you know, comes yes. to. Yes, because um, I, I think that the culture has been, well, past 42, you're, you know, you're on the downhill slope, especially for women. And horrible that, that beyond 42, they don't continue to get, you know, um, pay that like the men do so that was something that was a real issue that isn't changing that much but if they re uh, connect with all that they've done and maybe repackage who they're what they're serving then I think that they have a better chance and they have to remember that and I love that you mentioned soft skills because we're heading into a time of of AI you know um, Mm -hmm. artificial intelligence and what is it going to, what's going to be really valuable? And it's those soft skills and who owns soft skills really well? Women. And we, and we lead with soft skills and we yes. need leaders. So that, you know, I think women have to be reminded, okay, the culture might be saying that. And if you agree with it, then you're adding to it. How about just not agreeing to that and deciding like 50 over 50, the Forbes 50 over 50, those women are are slaying and they are doing it. And there's so many other women who aren't famous that are doing that. And I'm sure you've read, you know, Chip Conley's Wisdom at Work and um, Wisdom of the Elders. And, and it's, we do uh, that trend inter- intergenerational, um, you know, we, we lend to each other. And with that in mind, I think we, we have to go forward with those positives and it does, you know, oh, you're old, you know, oh, you're, you're too old for, the, and, and it happens, it happens too early in women's lives. And I, I feel like we have to just really take that powerful part that we have to offer and, and go forward with that rather than how old you are, um, you know, and I think that that's just a, that's an old way of thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> old. Yeah. But um, I'd love to find out, just give me sort of, someone comes to you and, 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 um, Linda was saying, you know, they're saying, let me just help me with, a, you know, with my LinkedIn account. Help me with my resume. They come to you. Tell me how you work because you have some really great things coming up that are free women or free things. And then there's a, a really great program that you're doing. So just say, like, I don't know anything about what you do. And I come to you. Tell me how you would sort of the um, onboarding process for me. I say, I'm Elizabeth and I'm looking to do this. So, well, we do have some, a bunch of free things coming down the pike. I mean, we are a reinvention kind of working backward. The first, the next cohort of our reinvention collective starts Mm -hmm. mid-October. And we, we intentionally put in October because we just think this is going to be a September like no other. And everybody's going to just need a minute to get their kids situated, themselves situated, situated. Um, So, and that's a 10 week program. That um, so that runs starting October nineteenth. In the meantime, um, so so oftentimes what we would tell people is to book a um, a strategy session to learn more about it. We have a lot of information about that program on our website. But if you're going to commit that time, that type of time, some women just sign right up 
you know, other women want to, you know, sure. want to hear more, get to know us. So, so we offer free strategy sessions to anybody that wants that's on our website. And um, we also have a number of um, webinars that are going to be coming yes. up in September. And the dates for those are all on our website too, with some really fabulous partners like Elevate and others. Um, LMHQ, that's uh, another co-working space in Manhattan and with Luminary. So um, some in-person events and some webinars that are coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, we're excited because we're finally going to be doing in-person events again, right? We've got two right. of them in September, so we're really fired up for that. Um, and uh, we also have a couple free tools that to, that we can offer that are on our website. Um, one is a career reinvention analyzer that I can let Judy talk a little bit more about. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just, it does get more into that discovery section and gives you a framework to think about it. Um, and so we can give you the website for that as well. Wonderful. So that was really good. That was very thorough because people understand that they can, what, what I think a lot of women especially go, okay, wait, I don't want to commit completely. I kind of want to just sort of be on the peripheral and mm-hmm. see. And if you give them that opportunity, it makes them feel a lot more comfortable about moving forward because everyone's not quite sure all the time. You know, some people dive right in and some need a little bit of, I don't want to get to know you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So go ahead, Linda. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. We also, we also do have a membership community that's that we started. It started back when Judy was saying we were offering a lot of free um, webinars and things to people when everybody was just kind of, trying to figure out what was going on in the pandemic when we were yes. in the depth of that. And women just were looking for a place to go and meet regularly. So uh-huh. we do also have a membership community that meets twice a month. Um, and that the first month is free for that. And that's also on our website, but we meet twice a month um, for an hour. Um, and we spend some time just sharing wins and challenges. And then we also send out a challenge worksheet a couple times a month. Um, so we use that as the basis for discussion in breakout groups for the second half of the meetup. Um, uh-huh. So that's, that's been a really wonderful community as well for women that are just looking for. Oh, I'm sure. No doubt. no doubt. That's exciting. So, okay. I know that, that um, Judy had something to say, so I wanted to give her a chance before we start to wrap up. Um, about- sure. Um, yeah, I, I mean, we're happy to give more information about the career reinvention analyzer mm-hmm. uh, that Linda mentioned, because it is a tool that um, is really helpful to come up with a career strategy. It's based yeah. on the SWOT um, analysis that's often used in companies to come up with an organizational strategy that looks at like your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, your threats. Um, and it's used, you know, to, to plan marketing campaigns and, you know, and other business efforts. And we saw that there was great opportunity to do a self-analysis mm-hmm. um, with this kind of uh, matrix. So we created an Evolve Me uh, special SWOT that uh, looks at your strengths, your wishes, what, you know, what you hope for, um, the opportunity in the marketplace right now um, for what you have to offer and what, you know, that meshes up against, you know, the things with your strengths um, and what you desire. Um, and then the truths, right? What you know to be true um, mm-hmm. about yourself and the industry. So, um, you know, what you said about, um, you know, that, you, you know, women kind of seeing the culture turn people away at 42. Yes. And, and whether you can choose to believe something else is true. Yeah. Right. 
And so I thought that that was so powerful, what you shared, because you can choose to believe something else. Yeah. But it's a lot easier when you're doing that choosing with other women alongside you. And it sounds like that's so much of what, what your community does. Mm-hmm. And that's what Evolve Me does. Um, that's wonderful. So, yeah. That's really exciting. Can you give me the date of the reinvention collective um, in October? I think yeah. you... It yes, was- it's starting October 19th. Yes. Um, and it goes for 10 weeks. Um, and then um, women become uh, part of our membership community for free for three months after that to get that wraparound support that they need to, to gain momentum. Now, isn't it nice that you can do in-person meetups? But but got to say, the pandemic was terrible, but it did make us all very comfortable with getting on you know, Zoom or getting on screens and talking, and you can reach people who are feeling really maybe out of touch, and they can be part of something, which is powerful. Isn't that powerful? It's so powerful. And the fact that you're in LA now, right, Um, and we're in the New York, New Jersey area, and we have women across the country, and even, you know, abroad in our community. And it's, it's so powerful. And you're right, you know, we always knew that we would have a virtual or digital component because we wanted to scale our company in that way, mm-hmm. but we didn't realize it would happen so quickly. Um, and the pandemic kind of forced us to become more virtual. And then, you know, it, with that, we are now able to reach that many more women. So it's been a blessing That's in disguise. Exciting. And you're doing I'm something sure really. A, yeah. I'm sure you found Elizabeth too, that it makes the, the group and the conversation that much richer, right? Right. Because it does. Because you're reaching women with so many different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. It is. It's true. It's true. And and at the end of the day, we all have the same, you know, kind of concerns and issues. But I love how, how it's so rich in, in all the different uh, backgrounds that they have yeah. that they have to bring to the table. Well, this has been a really fun conversation. And I'm so excited because you're really doing something super powerful and helpful to help women get back in and um, to not stop. I, my favorite thing is you're not done yet, not done yet. And and if nothing else, you've taken the first, you know, 40 years of your life to become this. And this is powerful. And, and sort of the, the, the roads open up because kids are going off to college. Kids are getting older. um, What have you, you have more time. And it's really a fantastic time in life. So don't, I, I don't ever buy into that. You're too old. Um, oh my gosh, you're just getting started. This is the time for women. So I'm pretty excited about your program and what you two are doing. And I wish you the best success because when you're successful, other women are going to be successful. So thank you again for, for being here today. Thank and, you so um, much, Elizabeth. This was such a great conversation and it's always Amazing to speak with other like-minded women um, who want to advance um, other women and pay it forward. So thank you so much for having us. Um, and uh, it's just been great to talk with you. Yeah, thank, thank you so much. And um, I'd love to give the, um, the web address for, yes, our free, um, for our free gift. It's um, evolveme.work. That's actually our website, too, if anybody wants to check out our website. But it's evolveme.work backslash SWOT, S-W-O-T in small letters. Lovely. And you can get all of this information in the show notes. So in case you don't have a pen handy, make sure you check the show notes because you can get all the information and where to find these two lovely ladies uh, and what they're doing. So please make sure you do that. And thank you again. 
Thank you so much. And we love your podcast and what you're doing. Not done yet? Neither are we. Continue the conversations and get inspired and empowered with community, resources, events, experts, all on a private platform. Become a monthly member or save money and become an annual member and get two months free. Get all the perks and find out the details at nextcareerlife.com. A link will be in the show notes. Thank you for listening. Links to mine and my guest social media, as well as other resources you might enjoy, are all in the show notes. Why not take a quick 10-minute quiz to help find the right resource for you? Download the Compass mini course or browse the resource page and see what the next community has to offer. All available at www.nextcareerlife.com. Enjoying the show? Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or share the show with a friend or coworker. Word of mouth is still the best way to find out about new podcasts. Until next time.